Rejoice in hope, be patient in trial, persevere in prayer. It's a really good little thing to remember. Um, by the way, this color is rose, not pink, just for information. It's a lighter shade of purple. Um, we, twice a year we have this day of, of gladness. This, this time of year is not always so glad right before Christmas because there's so much to do. Um, I think life, John was an enigma, you know, like all things, we have to go seeking God, and when we, when we seek, it's a gift to be able to understand what God is, what is being said here. You know, John perplexed them. They had to think for themselves. They had to use their minds and engage it to discern whether this person coming was the Christ and who John the Baptist was. Jesus will later say, if you can believe it, he was Elijah, but John would not admit that. We, it's, life is like this. This whole idea of rejoicing always has never been one of my strong suits. I was telling the Lord, I was praying, I said, how can I preach about something I have so much trouble doing? But I'm going to preach about it anyway. So I'm going to, some of the trials that go along with trying to do that. Um, about, I think it was about 10 years ago, I had, uh, I used to send out more Christmas cards to family and friends. They've kind of, one reason or another, have kind of been either dying or you know, dying away. I keep in touch with a lot of people over the years from my many places I've lived and lives I've had. But um, anyway, I had about 100 cards in those days. I had, and I, I was writing Christmas cards. I try to do them before Thanksgiving's over because it gets so busy for us priests at this time of year. This year we only have three weeks of Advent, so it's really busy. And so I'm writing cards, and I'm I tossed it off the side, and it kind of developed. I like Mount Sinai. I have Christmas cards there by the side of the chair. I'm watching TV and writing these cards. I'm writing a little note in, in them and that kind of thing. Sometimes a letter to my, to my cousins in Ohio, and that's most of them have flown the coop to Florida by now. Um, so, you know, but anyway, that's what one does in Ohio if one can. But in any case, I had a cup of coffee. was on the table above Mount Cardmore and I knocked it over right on those cards. Rejoice always. <laughs> Pray without ceasing. Render constant thanks. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in prayer. Even I can't remember that. Rejoice in hope. Pers be patient in trial. Persevere in prayer. I didn't do any of those things. I went to confession. <laughs> I, you know, um, it turned out all right, actually. I, got, I happened to have a towel right there because I was sealing envelopes. I just soaked it all up. I had to replace about maybe 40 envelopes, but the cards were okay for most, the most part. I peeled the stamps off, you know. And um, looking back at it, it was one of those opportunities to laugh at life sometimes. You know, these things happen to all of us, don't they? We, we just don't know what's going to happen next. Um, I was, I'm getting cataract surgery in a couple of months, and I was in the ophthalmologist's office on Friday, I think it was, and somebody had a procedure that lasted three, hour, three hours, and everything was backed up. And I got in there. I was about a half hour late, and, you know, she said to me, you're, you're, everybody was really mean to this particular 
nurse, whoever she was, was helping me with my eyes. She said, gosh, you're, the, you're so unbelievably patient. And I said, thank you. The only person ever said that to me. <laughs> we were joking around about it. She turned out to go to church out in Staten or someplace, a Catholic, and um, I didn't know that. I just being, I, you, always been, you want to be nice to the help because she didn't cause the problem, but she's there to solve it, you know, that kind of thing. I used to be on the other end of the line with that, that kind of thing. But there again, I just kind of rejoiced in it. I said, you know, this is an opportunity to just, to just go with the flow. A little bit but it's not always easy to rejoice in life I know better us priests and ministers and people that help others know better than anybody how much trials are going on out there in the congregation amongst many of you or have we lose relatives at a lot of funerals and burials lately and 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 also ones from long ago come up I've got that myself and and it's hard to be thankful for this stuff or to rejoice. Being thankful is, is a choice. You know, rejoicing is a choice. Joy is a, is a feeling. We don't always have that, but God is calling us to be thankful. And sometimes we can't, we don't realize what we've been through until long afterward, like those cards. You can laugh at it now because it was really nothing, but at the time it's, it's, it's irritating. You know, I said to God, all I've done for you, and now look at this, you know, like it was his fault, you know, and, and of course it wasn't. It's, it's, it's one of those things that God was actually blessing, because without these trials, how would we grow? And some of these things that happened to us, we're not going to understand what, what the reason behind it, what it was all about until we meet the Lord face to face, but in heaven, everybody gives thanks. It will all make sense. Life is over just like that, and everything will be perfectly understandable, including the secrets of the universe, which I can't wait for, because I'm really interested in that. But now I can't even, I'm, I'm bad at math, so I have to wait, you know. But Jesus wants us to, to really begin to live in the world to come, or to begin by being thankful, we open ourselves to the power of the Spirit by being rejoicing, I should say, because don't stifle the spirit by constant complaining, um, which is easy to do, and it just closes us off to the grace of God. I was giving out communion. I've used this before because it's happened a couple of times to me, and uh, out here, some I don't know when this was, but somebody didn't put enough hosts in, so we were very short. Either sometimes you have too many, that's not good liturgically either, but having too few is even worse. And so I, I very carefully placed the hosts evenly in the bowls, and some lines are longer than others. And I was running out, so I'm thinking to myself, do I start breaking hosts in half? I don't have the power of multiplying the loaves and fishes, right? So, uh, you know, so we, I get to the point where I decided to let it go. I just felt that God wanted me to just trust him. And I got to the last person in line, and I got to the last host, and it was a perfect match. And I, I felt as though the Lord was saying to me, and that's the way I'd like to treat you always, if only you would let me, to just fill you at the moment with what you need, to not anticipate me, to let me work in your life, and to fill that emptiness. We, so many of us have so much emptiness at this time of year. It just is difficult this time of so-called joy is very 
difficult for a lot of people because there's a lot of people missing at, at Christmas or you're ill or don't have the finances at this time for doing what we would like to do. We can't travel. Some years a weather incident will occur and nobody can get home for Christmas. You know, these kind of things. I used to help people with that in my former life. And it's just life is just like that. You know, we spill coffee on the cars. That sounds ridiculous, but it was a big deal at the time. And compared to what, what I hear as a priest, it's nothing. And yet, by being thankful, what can we be thankful for for life? That I'm alive to experience this. That somebody loves me. You know, no matter what happens, if you think nobody loves you or everybody's passed away or you've recently had a separation or something or an estrangement from somebody, the Lord God loves us. He loves us so much that he wants us to trust him. You know, he doesn't show us in advance why we're going through something or what it's all about, but we can rejoice already and then we are already in heaven. Going, when we attend Mass or when we pray, we are in, not only in the presence of God, but we're in eternity already. Jesus is hidden in the Eucharist, in the, the little host there. Um, and one day we'll see it from the other side. We won't believe where we've been. And in heaven, everybody's thankful. If we start trying to be thankful in more circumstances, we already are living in the world to come. And the graces of the Holy Spirit begin to flow into our lives. It's so hard. It's the little things that get you. You know, I, it's, I, it's hard to be thankful. I've, so many of my family have passed away. And it's hard to be thankful for that. But I, I look forward to meeting them again. That's what our faith's all about, you know. It, that's a happy thought. Christmas is about partly about Christmas future, Christmas past, Christmas present. What a wonderful thing to have people that love us, you know. But um, what is it hard to be thankful for? That train on Front Street? <laughs> My sister, <laughs> I've, I've learned to live with that, but that train on Front Street, I still can't be thankful for that, especially when it stops and backs up. That's even worse. But, you know, um, it's those little things where we grow the most. Last night, I, I had a sick call after Mass, and I was, you know, somewhat thankful to do that. But I went down there, and, uh, of course, when I got there, I was very thankful. I, I managed to get there before this person passed away. But she didn't know which, which, which of the buildings it was. I went to A. It, there's only one way to get in. They check your bag. It took five minutes to look through my sick bag. person wasn't in A. I went to B. The person wasn't in B. By that point, I'm saying, thank you, Jesus. My whole evening is going. <laughs> I went to see a, a D, excuse me. That's the place where, that's the birthing center. This person was stuck in the birthing department. I don't know what they were doing there. But um, I, I finally got there. And God is good, you know. I got my steps in. I said, thank God I got my steps in for today, you know. <laughs> There's always some reason to be thankful. But uh, Jesus is asking us, to start living in heaven now. This world isn't so hot. Uh, there's another one coming. We can begin to live that way. That's what this is all about. It's a reminder that life is good ultimately, no matter how bad it may be at the moment. And so we dedicate ourselves to, to being rejoicing always. That's the goal. Um,
I can't remember, neither are you going to. Rejoice always, never cease praying, render con... Thank you, Jesus, for my poor memory. This is prayer in action. I have this written on my table. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, render constant thanks. Amen.